You're listening to Muse Live. Anytime, any place, any show. Featuring the one and only Muse. Everyone, thanks for tuning in to Muse Live. If you're hearing this, this is my third and hopefully final attempt at recording this hour-long podcast. <sighs> I am so tired. All right. <laughs> well, um, talking about a soldier has dropped about uh, three hours ago. Um, the first attempt at recording this podcast was immediately after watching it. Um, now I have a little bit of clarity. And um, while I'm doing this, I'm going to look at some trending stuff on different social media and see what the rest of the community is thinking about this. So, they did a couple things that I really didn't didn't want them to do, and I think I even talked about some of them here on the podcast uh, last episode, but they did do something that I really wanted, and so, for that reason, I am willing to forgive this episode. They gave us John Walker, and they gave us a better version of John Walker than we've ever had. They made him a sympathetic character, which is good and is important, because the amount of uh, characters that Marvel has and the amount of um, people that they have in the Marvel Universe that, um, that they have that are superheroes, John Walker's the first that has um, that is a, is a military soldier struggling from PTSD. And I'm going to explain why I think that is in a second. Um, we see... You can see little hints of it in this episode. Um, whether or not it's like it's like a little twitch in his hand that his hand does. Because um, it's really hard to notice, but you see a tiny twitch. And... Um, Again, I could be looking way too far into this, like in like I did in WandaVision, with you know, Jathan and Mephisto and all of this, and them giving us these eggs that led nowhere. And I'm aware I talked about this last episode. No, you're not on episode one. I'm just repeating stuff from episode one because I'm lazy like that. Uh, anyway, yeah. So honestly, I um. I come from a family whose entire part of my dad's side of the family is in the military. Um, and so I've, I've studied a lot and I've researched a lot of stuff about um, uh, mil- the U.S. military in general. Um, so I am aware of the effect uh, that of the things that um, modern soldiers have to deal with, not firsthand, obviously. Um, but I am aware of the accounts and of the things that people have to, that they, that are brave soldiers, men and women overseas, uh, have to deal with. Um, PTSD is very common. Um, so are a number of other things. But I think what John Walker seems to have is uh, at least a mild case of PTSD that might. Um, in the comics, what they used for him that ended up getting him um, outed from the Captain America role and into the U.S. agent role was his um, uh, 
his rage. Uh, he had an anger issue, or more than one anger issue. He had anger issues uh, in the comics. And so as each issue went by... Wow, that was a horrible way of saying it. As each comic went, as each comic issue went by, his anger issues um, got worse. And so I think we might be seeing a similar format here in the episodes. And again, this is me probably. This is almost one hundred percent me reading way too into way too far into this. But I think we might see his PTSD get worse, and um, maybe he has a few other like um, uh, things blended in with that as well. Um, his his like his twitch his again his hand twitched just a little bit i probably reading way too far into this don't at me i saw his hand twitch though and i was thinking maybe he maybe his twitches get worse and he gets like worse and his twitches become um i don't even know where i'm going with this but like maybe he has ptsd and it eventually gets worse every episode um and he gets like uh, headaches are a common factor of that. Uh, I didn't see him getting any headaches this episode, but again, probably just forget about all of that. I'll be eating my own words in no time by the next episode, I'm sure. Um, but moving right on from that, um, I'm gonna say it outright. I don't think John Walker should be Captain America. Not that I don't like John Walker. In fact, out of the characters that they've given us so far in this series, John Walker is probably the one I sympathize the most with. Um, and relate to the most with. And I think he's probably my favorite character in this series. Because, um, I mean, it's definitely not going to be Sam uh, or Bucky right now. At least right now, because they're... They're not really... Um, I don't know. The, the, the characters haven't really been fully fleshed out yet, so I haven't had as much to relate to him, or re relate to either of them. Walker, though, they've given him a backstory that I can kind of relate with, at least on a personal level. It may be different for some of you. But again, this is just my personal opinion. I prefer Walker. Um, and again, a lot of people seem to be hating on him, um, just because people uh, on the woke side of things generally have a lot of hate inside of them. Um, and they're letting that on Walker. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of things being thrown at Walker, like he's a, uh, he's a, he's racist, and he's the new, uh, he's like the MCU's Homelander. Uh, the only thing that he has in common with Homelander is that he's like kind of, um, a symbol of, uh, America for his country. But, I mean, again... Steve Rogers has the same thing in common with Homelander, so, but you wouldn't say Steve Rogers is the MCU's Homelander, would you? Um, Homelander is, uh, again, I don't watch the boys, I, I don't like gore, I love the John Wick films, I'm not a huge fan of, of gore, though, I, I don't, I, that's kind of the, the, what the boys is famous for. Is the fact that they have a massive amount of gore, um, at least from my personal experience. Again, don't at me. Um, but yeah, uh, so Homelander is a blatant white supremacist and wants to like erase. He's a genocidal maniac um, and a blatant white supremacist that wants to like wipe 
any non-white person off of the planet and like kill them and he has the powers of superman so he's horrifying and dangerous um and uh i mean just a horrible person i had nothing like john walker uh john walker has you know he he has uh, uh lamar hoskins who's his I mean, his, his, it seems like his best friend and his partner. Um, they seem to get along pretty well, so I'm just gonna assume they're like they're he's their um their best friends. I'm not sure if he went to the same college as John Walker. I I, I can't I I can't remember, but I think in the beginning they were on. I think they were both on the same football team or something, or maybe they met in the military. I don't know, but I think he said something about them being on the same football team. Anyway, because they were in the opening scene, they're in the uh, they're in like the football locker room where John Walker used to um, used to play for the team. So, I mean, between Lamar Hoskins and the fact that he's very pregnant, um, I mean, they didn't show the baby bump, but you know, she's holding a coat over the baby bump. Um, my my mother's been pregnant before, so I, I know I know what that looks like. That that that, that woman is pregnant. Um, some people apparently didn't realize that and it was a surprise to them, but I, I get, I don't know how you missed that, but some people have, I guess, never seen a pregnant woman or something. I don't know. Maybe they live like out in the mountains and they're up on a mountaintop transmitting and connecting to the internet through like this antenna. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know how people didn't recognize that, but that woman is very clearly present. Is very clearly pregnant, um, and she has some sort of. I I I, I think she, I think she's black. I'm, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to rewatch it, but I, I think I think so. I I have to admit I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to. Um, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to the characters uh, and what they look like in the first couple minutes. So I, when I go back and rewatch all of this, um, kind of do my breakdown, um, at the end of the series, I can go through all the Easter eggs and kind of explain all this. And I know it's kind of a big thing to miss, but I think I think she was black. Uh, anyway, so... Yeah, I, I almost don't understand sure she, she was black. Yeah, anyway... John Walker is, is definitely not a white supremacist, and he's not... It's absurd, and it's just, frankly, a little bit upsetting, but, again, if you get upset about stuff like this, and you give those people attention, that's all those those people want, you know? Um, I mean, those are the same kind of people who think, like, the, the terrorists, the, um, uh, the Flag Smashers are, like, good guys. <laughs> and it's, uh, well, it's sad, and, 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 I mean, like, kind of disgusting that... People like that um, they exist to just like seek for attention and 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 um, try and stir up, you know, stir up uh, and stir up violence where there wasn't any, and just and kind of go go off like that, uh, and just bring up things that are outrageous to just try and get people to um, to fight back, you know, or or get angry, uh, give them attention. They're attention seekers, you know. Whether it's saying that like the flag smashers um, are good guys or they're not terrorists, they're freedom fighters or, or stuff like that, just like obviously like obviously stuff that is um, 
gonna make people mad because it's duh. The Flag Smashers are obviously horrible terrorists, and um, they mean they need to be taken down. Obviously, whatever form that takes, I'm game. Uh, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I just quoted Tony Stark. Wow, that is uh. All right, I'm gonna have a, a mild existential crisis about the fact that I just quoted Tony Stark of all people. Um, while we do an ad break really quickly, let's uh let's hear from our sponsor, Anchor. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. Uh, yes, I really just said that. Um, well, I agree with Tony Stark, um, in, in, in really no way. Um, so, didn't mean to quote Tony Stark, but yes, I do think the Fug Smashers are dangerous, they do need to be taken out, and I have no sympathy for them. Um, yeah, you know, uh, let's see. They had, um, like this weird little bit with the, uh, with the therapy, um, with the therapy lady, I forget her name, but, um, basically she had, like, she had, uh, Sam come in, and Sam and Bookie had, like, ended up getting in a staring contest, which we saw in the trailer, which was hilarious. It was hilarious here, too, just, um, and it was a little bit weird, it felt a little awkward, um, on that it was pretty funny. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed, um, this episode. I mean, I know they, they put in, um, racism into the MCU, which is a big thing that I really didn't want them to do. Um, they added in Isaiah Bradley, which, I mean, I'm okay with, but, um, they're just making it really political. Um, which, I mean, there's just a fine line to walk, um with, uh, being political in these kinds, in superhero movies in general, um, if it was anything else other than a Captain America movie, I would be, I wouldn't be too happy about putting politics in, in superhero movies, because, I mean, you don't need politics in, like, the Hulk, you know, you, you don't, you don't need the Hulk to be sitting back, you know, quoting, like, Winston Churchill or anything, you know, you need, you need, um, <laughs> Uh, you you want the Hulk to smash, you know, you, the Hulk to smash buildings and, you know, like, stop another big Hulk-like figure, like Abomination or something, you know, um, you, and have, like, fistfights with that, or, like, Hulk versus Kong or something, I don't know, you, do, you don't want him to be, like, waxing philosophical about, uh, about different political ideals, you know? So there's a there's a fine line. I think Captain America Winter Soldier uh, treaded that line the best, and I mean I think Captain America Winter Soldier did most things the best in the MCU. So I'm probably biased when it comes to that movie, but I do think they did they captured a good mix of um, uh, politics while maintaining the storyline and not making it all about the politics, uh, which was good, and I enjoyed that, and they did a good job with it. Uh, I don't think they should. I don't think they should do that. Um, I don't think they should make the show all about politics, you know, because they're, 
already have like their fan base hating John Walker, uh, an American hero who's struggling with who may or may not be struggling with PTSD. Probably isn't, but I mean, I might be right. I, it's it's happened once before with Avengers Endgame. Um, I predicted most of the things that happened in that movie, which is really fun, like Cap picking up Thor's hammer. Spoilers. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah. Um, not trying to brag. That sounded like I was bragging. I'm not trying to brag. Uh, this is my like third time recording this podcast around, so um, it's not... Um, It's not exactly... I'm a little bit burnt out right now, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I'm trying to record this um, same time so I can get it out to you. Uh, and I'm trying to keep the same quality. I'm honestly really tired right now, so as soon as I'm going to finish this, um, I'm going to take a nap. Uh, but in, um, in all seriousness, uh, focusing on the episode... Um, what exactly did it do right, and what did it do wrong? It did a good job of um, getting us to sympathize with uh, John Walker's character, and did a good job of flushing out his backstory. We kind of know his MO and his, and his whole thing. Um, he's trying to be the best Captain America he can be, um, and uh, he's not trying to replace Steve. He's not trying to be Steve. He's just trying to um, take up the mantle and do the best job that he can as a guy without the serum. Um, which, I mean, you would naturally feel kind of insecure about, I bet. you know, I, I don't know if he's insecure about it, but I mean, if I was him, I'd definitely be a little bit insecure um, about you know not having super strength and going up against people like super soldiers with super strength in this episode. And, um, oh, another thing I wanted to point out, they finally, they finally gave uh, uh, John Walker a gun. Um, or, well... Finally, give Captain America again. They give John Walker. Um, John Walker is always just a gun. I'm gonna assume. Um, it, that's one of the things that always bugged me. I know Captain America doesn't like try to kill or whatever, but it's not. It's not like a Batman rule or anything. Yeah, it's just. It's just refreshing to see, because I mean, if Cap existed in the real world, he would use a gun. Um, I know some people are, like, upset about that because they, they feel that it's, like, overkill or something. I mean, you're going into a situation, you have a vibranium shield, which is incredibly powerful, but, um, why would you not go into a situation where you could die and be as prepared as possible? I don't understand why you would not do that. I mean, unless, I mean, again, if you're Batman, you have, like, your moral ethic code or whatever... And you don't want to, like, kill criminals because some bad guy shot your parents in an alleyway. Um, that's, you know, that, that that's that's your own thing. That's your own thing you got to deal with. Um, Captain America has no, has, has, has nothing like that. Uh, and, I mean, again, it is Marvel, so it's supposed to be more, like, I don't know, lighthearted. But it's definitely, if you, if the Captain America exists in the real world, you can bet he would use a gun. Um... It, it's stupid that people get mad about stuff like that, you know. Um, so I, I was a good. It's a good detail. It's important, um, and I'm glad to say that he is using a gun. Because again, 
it's it's another sign of Marvel heading into more of a realistic territory, um, at least in our world, realistic. Because um, I mean, think about it. You're going into the heat of battle. You want to use a gun, right? And you don't you don't wanna, you don't want to die. Um, especially this guy who doesn't have super soldier serum that Cap did. So if Cap did it just because he had the super soldier serum and he wasn't worried about bullets or whatever, um, or he's I mean, he just figured he would just use his shield. Uh, again, it, it still doesn't really make sense. It's always been a plot hole that's bothered me in the MCU. Why Cap doesn't use guns? I mean, it's not like they're averse to killing people. Uh, Black Widow uses guns all the time. Um, I mean, Hawkeye shoots arrows That's that, that, that kill people. I mean, most of the time, they're not even up against people like Ultron. You tell me Cap couldn't have used a gun or two against Ultron or something. Um, I mean, maybe bolts wouldn't have worked as well against Ultron, he could use, like, you know, stun guns or something, electrocute him. Um, but, like, uh, just, just in general, you know, um, I think it's a better idea for Captain America to carry a gun. Uh, but in this case, John Walker, who doesn't have a super soldier serum, but actually might later on, because um, there have been some teases in the post credit scenes that there's still some vials of, of uh, like, blue super soldier serum out there somewhere. But um, we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, and the thing that I'm worried about there is, again, I might be... I don't want to make this whole video about the fact whether or not John Walker has PTSD or not. But if he does, that could cause the PTSD to flare up because Dr. Erskine's fluid enhances everything, um, including any problems you might have. Uh, so he would become so his PTSD would flare and it might and it might um, it might drive him like mad or something, uh, which I could totally see them doing. Again, we don't know if he has PTSD or not. We don't know, but I'm um, keeping a close eye on John Walker and uh, what's going on with him and whether or not he like spasms or gets headaches or anything. Because if he does, um, we may have. May have a problem here because if, if he does end up taking the serum, which I mean, again, there's a good chance that he won't, but if he does and he does have PTSD and he does take the serum, that could be a dangerous mixture. Um, but yeah, so uh, again, uh, I, I think I think they're doing a good job with John Walker, um, he's more of a realistic. Uh, figure and definitely do I do I like him better than Captain uh, Steve Rogers? No way. Steve Rogers is superior, absolutely. Steve Rogers is way better than John Walker, but uh, Steve Rogers is way better than everyone in the MCU. He's he's like the uh, he's the gold standard of a superhero. You know, we can't all be Steve Rogers, but we all want to be. Um, so, if you're trying to compare Steve Rogers to John Walker, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. I mean, you compare anyone in the MCU up to, up to Captain America, Sam, uh, Sam Wilson, up to Captain, up to Steve Rogers, you, you're going to be disappointed. You hold even Bucky, or, I mean, not even Bucky, you hold Bucky up to, next to Cap, um, and I know Bucky's got his whole shadowy, pa shadowy past, but still, um, it doesn't matter. He's got the super soldier serum and all that. He doesn't. He's not on the gold standard that Cap is. Uh, neither is Iron Man. Uh, Tony Stark. 
and some people are gonna be mad at me about this, but I mean, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't really much care. Uh, he's, he, he, um, I mean, the main reason why he got to the sacrifice point in Endgame, his arc, is mainly come from Captain America and and seeing what kind of what the gold standard for superheroes are, um, and and looking at Captain America and trying to model, um, trying to grow and model at least some of his, um, uh be the one to jump on the grenade, you know, as, um, as Cap put it, and as Cap did in, uh, Captain America First Avenger, in his very first movie. So, do I, I don't think this was a bad episode. It did do a few things that I wasn't excited about, but overall, I think it was pretty good. I I don't really have many complaints. Obviously, I'm a little upset that they're, you know, doing the whole, um, race, like, race, they're adding racism into the MCU, but I'm happy with what they're doing about John Walker. Um, I'm not super happy that, um, Sam and Bucky are being told jerks to John Walker and giving him the complete cold shoulder. And obviously, he completely—he doesn't understand what's going on. He just thinks, you know, um, never meet your heroes. You know what I mean? Uh, never ever meet your heroes because they're going to let you down. Is is um is a saying? I, I'm paraphrasing here. It's not the exact saying, but I, I think it's just never meet your heroes. Um, but that's essentially what the saying means. And so I guess he. And so I guess from John Walker's point of view, it just looks like Sam and Bucky are total jerks, um, and. On you know on the on the front they look like they look like they're awesome they're and they're really cool guys but to him it looks like he's seeing the real the real side of them which is that they're jerks um, so you got to look at it from all angles man you can't just look at it from Sam and Bucky's perspective you got to look at it from John Walker's perspective and uh, Battlestar's perspective everyone's perspective you got to look at it from all the different angles to kind of see what everyone's feeling and why they act the way they do so is John Walker a little bit of a jerk to them yes. Are they massive jerks to him? Yes. Is I think is that is it justified for both sides? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, am I kind of upset that they're being jerks together and um, that they won't just you know get along? Yes, I am. I, I desperately want them to get along, um, but it's probably not in the cards. Uh, the director's probably not going to let that happen. Um, I um I got very excited at the ending because um I mean obviously we see Bucky saying he wants to like go break out Zemo <laughs> um and then we see like a shot of like Zemo um which is insane uh I mean I I, I thought Zemo was out of prison uh, like from the blip or something but I guess he's still in prison somehow, and he is, um, he's locked up. We don't really know where he's locked up. It, it doesn't look like the place he was locked up previously, um, but I mean, I guess we'll find that out in the next episode. I mean, we, we kind of have to, right? Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to see where they're going with all this. I, I'm looking at the time here. I mean, honestly, I, I could drag this out longer, but I think this is all we really 
No, I think that's all we really have to talk about. Uh, obviously, Isaiah Bradley is a huge deal. Um, the fact that that is now uh, confirmed to be covered up and all that. Um, I don't really know what the point of... Like, I guess that there were other, like, people who used the shield, or the fact that, like, a black man had used the shield before or something. I'm not really sure what his purpose was in the series, but it was, I mean, you know, it was cool to see him. Uh, he's a popular character from the comics, but um, other than that, it doesn't really feel like he has much purpose. Um, he was there for, like, two seconds and then went, like, get out of my house. Um and I'm not going to try and do an impression of him because I'm not trying to get canceled. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my allergies are kind of kicking up right now. I'm not really sure why. Um, but, yeah, I mean, o overall, I think it was a good episode. They had they did a lot of things that I'm not excited about, but they did a lot of things that I am excited about. They fixed the whole plot hole with, um, with uh, Cap now using a gun because it made just no sense before. Uh, and again, like the people who are trolls and say like John Walker's Homelander or John Walker's a racist or like, um, I, I don't know that like John Walker shouldn't, or that like Captain America shouldn't ever carry a gun. Just listen to him. You know, it's, it's, it's the kind of trolls that are like that and the kind of people that are like that, they're just not worth listening to. Um, you don't want to, there's attention seekers. You don't want to get caught up in that, um, or let let them get to you. So my advice to that is just ignore those kind of people. You know, um, <sighs> overall, yeah, overall, I think I enjoyed this episode, and I enjoyed recording this podcast to you guys. Um, I don't think I'm going to drag it out. I'm not going to waste your time. I'm just, you know, rehashing the same stuff. So I'm just going to end it here. It's going to be a shorter episode, but um, it was great being here with you guys. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.